Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast. Common ground. There are a number of senators on the Republican side that continue to want to find common ground. We emphasize the conflict and, and controversy sells. And I think it's a problem because most Americans look at Washington and see something that's broken. Why don't we look for ways that we celebrate what this country is capable of doing? It's amazing what you can do when you get off social media and you start talking and communicating with one another because there is common ground. With Fox News Chief Political Anchor Brett Baer. It is time for our Common Ground segment. Tonight we talk about social media, its influence on public opinion about Israel-Hamas war. Uh, Joining us are Wisconsin Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher and New York Democratic Congressman Richie Torres. Uh, Thank you both for being here. First of all, 30,000 feet. We've been watching what's happening in Israel, um, and there is this kind of back and forth on Capitol Hill about some members, how they feel, what they're saying, uh, specifically uh, Rashida Tlaib. Congressman Torres, uh, where are you on, on some of this and, and where do you all stand on, on whether she should be censured or not? Well, I, I intend to vote for the censure. Um, you know, when you utter the phrase from the river to the sea, you're not simply calling for the creation of a Palestinian state, which is fair game but you're calling for the destruction of Israel as a Jewish state, which is a line that no member should ever cross. And so it's the right of Congress as an institution to vote for a censure that condemns hate speech because it's incompatible with the values of Congress as an institution. And the U.S.-Israel relationship is one of our central values. Congressman Gallagher, Gallagher, the uh, folks who are not for this say it's about the First Amendment. She can say whatever she wants to say. Um, well, she can certainly say whatever she wants to say, and we can choose whether or not to censure uh, that and, and stand up for what I hope is sort of the bipartisan sentiment of the institution, which is to support Israel, uh, to push back on, on forms of anti-Semitism, which we're seeing abhorrent displays of anti-Semitism here domestically, and particularly as Israel continues in this very complex task of destroying Hamas, completely eliminating its ability to threaten Israel militarily and hopefully in the process restoring some deterrence in the north with respect to Hezbollah, it's going to require the American president and the American Congress sticking steadfastly by our closest ally in the Middle East. Today we heard from some family members of some of the Americans being held hostage. Um, This is Doris Lieber. She says, it's been 30 days every day. It's like an eternity to me. I can't wait any longer because I know that he was shot. I don't don't know anything. Congressman Torres, uh, it's tough to listen to that. We don't really know exactly how many Americans are being held or how many Americans want to get out. And that's a real question mark. Look, for me, there should be a diplomatic operation to secure the release of the hostages. Uh, There should be a humanitarian operation to deliver aid to Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. And there should be a military operation to bring Hamas to justice so that there is no repeat of October 7th. And none of those objectives are opposing. We should be able to achieve all of them. But the highest priority should be to secure the release of those hostages. And I find it troubling that more energy has been spent calling on Israel to enter into a ceasefire rather than calling on Hamas to surrender and release the hostages. That is something, that the focus is not on releasing the hostages. It's on stop the attack on Palestinians, is, is the phrasing. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, Richie brought up the point about the ceasefire. Uh, as I think even Nancy Pelosi has recognized, as former Secretary Clinton has recognized, a ceasefire at this point would only stand to benefit 
Hamas. And again, we need to stand by Israel as it attempts to eliminate Hamas's ability to wage war and threaten the existence of the Israeli state. Going forward, I also think we need to find ways to put pressure on Hamas's primary sponsor, Iran, without which Hamas would not have weapons, it would not have uh, uh, finances. And if we don't get that, which is our foremost threat in the region, if we don't get our approach to Iran right, then we're going to have a trouble making sense of other parts of the regions, as well as building upon any tactical or operational success Israel has against Hamas in Gaza. We'll continue right after this. You wrote in Free Press, why do young people support Hamas? Look at TikTok. You believe that TikTok is is forming some opinion here? Well, there is. So there's the overall problem with social media, uh, which I think uh, political scientists like Jonathan Haidt have convincingly argued is correlated with rising rates of mental health, anxiety, depression, and suicide. Uh, then there's a, st a specific problem of TikTok, which is that it is controlled by ByteDance, a Chinese company that is beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. So we have to ask ourselves whether we want the dominant media platform in America because a lot of young kids in America get their news from TikTok. It's, it's not, not just about dance just videos. Some kids. It's a ton of kids, a Congressman. Massive amount of kids get their news from TikTok. Whether we want that company to be a company controlled potentially by the Chinese Communist Party. And where are you on that, Congressman? Uh, I mean, for me, it's a clear national security risk, right? The fact that we have put the leading news source for the next generation of Americans, for the most impressionable minds of our society, in the hands of our leading foreign adversary. Historians will remember that as a catastrophic miscalculation. It's national self-sabotage. And there is disinformation. AP has misinformation about Israel-Hamas war flooding social media. Among the fabrications, users have shared false claims that a top Israeli commander had been kidnapped, a false video imitating a BBC News report, and pushed old and unrelated clips of Russian President Vladimir Putin with inaccurate English captions. We're going to see more and more of this. I think we have to assume that we will, right? Given everything we know about the regime in Beijing, the Chinese Communist Party, and no one actually on our committee has spoken more eloquently about the nature of the regime than I would argue Richie Torres has. You just have to assume that they would use this tool as a weapon of information warfare. And therefore, we need to take steps in the form of either a ban or a forced sale to guard against that worst case scenario. And control of the algorithm is really the core of the issue. If we don't have a American company with control of the algorithm, then the only other option is a ban. We often focus on the the rifts up there on Capitol Hill. Congressman, there are things you all are working together on. China is one of them, but there is some common ground on Israel Hamas up there as well, too. And not only Israel, but there are issues like artificial intelligence, the strategic challenge of China that are so consequential that it transcends partisanship. And I truly believe the majority of Democrats and Republicans want to do right by their districts, want to do right by their country. It's a small subset who poison the well. Well, there you go. Thank you both for being here. Thank you. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.